Welcome to Gamble, 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 Die, Pete. We are doing a day pod because I'm sick and you're off work and you're going to an Orioles game. Day pod? Uh, (laughs) um, Yeah. Yeah, we're doing that. Uh, That works out better for our schedules. And uh, hopefully you can get to bed early tonight and not feel like crap tomorrow. Yeah, I just decided early. Well, I didn't. I didn't even know you had the O's game, so this makes it all the easier anyway. But I, uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not feeling tip top. I had to take a day off work. Um, I was just telling Pete pre pre podcast that I got home on Friday and was excited to see my kid because I hadn't seen him in a few days and picked him up and he coughed directly into my eyeball. And three days later, I'm sick. So uh, that's there you go. Um, that's pretty, pretty, pretty easy connection to make there. I, I, I did take a COVID test. I don't have COVID, which is I'm happy and I don't feel awful. I just don't feel great. So Kid, we'll see how this bad. goes. I'm going to try not to cough and try not to, you know, make a bunch of gross noises while we do this, but uh, I think we will try to keep it relatively brief this week. Uh, but I think we, we both agreed <laughs> after watching, I think we need to talk about Chelsea. And I don't know whether you want to start or you want me to start or, or just kind of, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll, I, I'll, I'll, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I think, I think we could go with the old Kai Havertz. Why is Chelsea? <laughs> <laughs> the great James Brzee question from last year. Why is Kai Havertz? Well, I, I want to start with this because this is perhaps the most important piece of this conversation for FPL, like going forward, whatever we say after this. The next five fixtures for this team are Luton at home, Forest at home, Bournemouth away, Villa at home, and that would have been the bad fixture in this run were it not for the way that Villa's playing, uh, even despite the Everton win the other day, and then Fulham in game week seven. So they have five, the next five fixtures all could be, I mean, basically incredible. I mean, if you take Villa out, even four of those five are are about as good as you'll ever get in in a run in the middle of a season or any part of the season. And so, obviously, that's extremely attractive. What's not extremely attractive is Chelsea. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. I mean, there's so many different play- – I mean, I'll start with this. Everybody is talking about bringing in Nico Jackson, which I am thrilled that I already have him. You know what I mean? Like, he should have, he should have had points in both matches, yet in both – so far, he's got two one-pointers. So – the returns have not been great, but he looks great and he looks like he should be scoring um, frequently. But he also missed a ball. I mean, and I, I don't mean missed like he shot it over the goal or like missed the goal. He missed the ball on a on a on a straight whiff at the six yard box on a pass from Sterling, who was the only bright spot in the game for Chelsea. I thought I thought Sterling played great, even though. Even though he, he himself, I don't think ever took a shot that I can remember. He was just creating chance after chance after chance. And he's the one who also drew the penalty. So the Jackson thing's a little worrying. I mean, I, I'm, I'm glad I have him because people are going to be buying him. All, I mean, that's all I've heard from basically since the weekend is people are looking to bring Jackson in for this run. And that's great because that means his price is going to go up for me and I'm going to start him and I already have him. But like, uh, <laughs> Joel comes I, off with 60 minutes. That's worrying, but not that worrying because he still looked like the most dangerous player on the field for the 60 minutes that he was playing outside outside of Sterling in this match. I mean, he's playing striker. Like, he's playing wing and striker, like we said last week. I mean, he's like he's just in the box all the time. Um, and it seems like it seems like he's Pochettino's man. Like, he's like the guy on the yeah. field that, that Pochettino understands. Or, or, I don't know, it just seems like it, it seems like he's very in tune with what's going on. Yeah, which agreed, means agreed. that he'll probably spend a lot of time on that. I just don't understand if that's the case. If what I said was true, why he would come off the field? Well, but and and that's and, and I think just, I think none there was of it an makes effort. sense to me. I think there was an effort here to get Caicedo on the field, and Mudrik was already on, and so at that point he became 
the one to go off for just for positioning and the rest of the structure. But I, 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 I still don't think it was a good choice, especially since 15 minutes later, Caicedo comes on after signing for $115 million and then gives up a penalty. Uh, that was not a great start for him. Um, and yeah. I'm really, I mean, honestly, I'll, I'll say this, and I know Stephen Nemitz is not going to like to hear this because uh, he's a Chelsea supporter and, you know, it's not his fault the way that this team is being run at the moment. And he supports his team, and not, you know, as, as you should. But after the way that they're spending, there's a tremendous amount of pressure on these players to perform. Right. Whether they like it or not, you know what I mean? Because the, well, they're being looked at with with eyes that are, you know, heavy duty for young kids. I, and, I also think I also was thinking about that when Casado came on. It was like, how much fun is that guy having right now? Like how yeah. how quickly is he just going to go? Because Mudrick right now looks like a lost player. I mean, like he does, he looks like he has no confidence whatsoever. I mean, that ball that he missed on the, I think it was another Sterling cross, if I remember correctly, the ball that he not only, I mean, it just aired it out. I mean, it was like, you got to get the shot, like someone on goal, you know, it wasn't even just like, it was an, it was an extremely unskilled effort. And it looked like he just had no confidence in what he was doing to swing his foot through the ball. I just uh, think that, that, I think that they're doomed because I, I mean, well, I, yeah, no, I mean, I, saying I'm they're sorry. Doing, I'm sorry. Yeah. No matter no matter what happens, though, no matter what yeah. happens with Chelsea and whether they get really good at, you know, remain this sort of upsy downsy topsy turvy club mm-hmm. of a no matter what, unless they become Man City, meaning that they win multiple years in a row, they will never ever escape the fact that they're paid so much. And the truth is. They can't be Man City because there is a Man City. So it's going to be hard. It's hard at the top now. Mm-hmm. Whereas Man City is Man City, and they've done the Man City thing for now. It's going to be hard to dethrone them. Yeah. I'm saying it's going to be hard to dethrone them. Mm-hmm. And therefore, they're always going to have this issue of, and they're not who they should be. All right, let me push back on this a little bit. I, I know that's way far into the future thinking. I, and I also just think it's also you're, you're looking at both the, like the most extreme circumstance, which I which I, I, I don't know that is necessarily wrong. But I mean, I, th- I think most Chelsea fans, the sane ones and and will be happy with improvement if they show improvement. I think what you the one thing that you pointed out is so far through two weeks, we saw a very good 60 minutes versus Liverpool and a very bad overall performance during West Ham. So that's a very up and down, like you said. And so that's going to, that, if they keep doing that, then yes, I think they're going to be in trouble. But if they show improvement across throughout the season, I don't think their, their, their situation is nearly as bad as what you just described, because I do think eventually Pep is going to leave. And if they can be, because they could be the team to tip over and to be man city. If things go well, just looking at it from the other extreme point of view. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because somebody's going to have to do it. Pep's not going to be there forever. And even though City could spend the same way, I just don't know that you're going to see this combination of spending and the great coaching and the great scouting that Man City has done again for a long time. You know what I mean? Like nobody's ever won the Premier League four years in a row. They're, they could do it this year if they do. You know what I mean? It's it's And that yeah. means I think even top level as far as I know. So like even the old Man U teams that were – great under Ferguson never did this you know I mean not in the same way not this level of dominance and not with this level of competition where they're scoring 95 plus points in a season you know what I mean so like I I get what you're saying it's it's like not it's bad at the moment and I and I do think that they really could tip over in a very bad way like you described if if this doesn't go well but I think they have the right coach in place a guy who has already proven that he's good with dealing with young players and I think they'll figure it out the question is whether or not they can they can take the pressure and I don't, yeah. I don't know if they, they, I mean, we'll see, you know I mean? It's way too early for any pronouncements because they could come out in the next five weeks with these fixtures and get 15 points. You know what I mean? And then it's like rocket ship. They score five right. goals a match or, you know, or, or, or 10 goals and, over five matches and they win every match. Then, then I think also, our entire opinion changes. We're way too early to tell. And, they, and they've had, and they've had semi-recent success, which is what, like. And they won the Premier League prior to City's extended run. Um. So, no, I mean, they've, they've, yeah, they, I, I, but I, I mean, I guess to your point, like what, what's expected of them now is success and that's going to add to yeah, the pressure. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's going to be a problem, but I don't know. 
I mean, going back to the match, like they were bad. They were really bad. They did. They looked totally disjointed. They couldn't finish. They couldn't. I mean, like I said, Sterling was was really really good. Looked like the old Sterling. I mean, he was just tearing through people in the box and, and putting yeah. these beautiful balls through, and nobody did anything with him. And yeah. uh, and then Enzo misses a pen. Uh, so who knows if he's going to remain on pens? If he's going to remain on pens at five million, that's very interesting. Um, Chuckle not. Yeah. What do you think about his? What do you think about his injury? Or, I mean, or how that, that how that affects things? I think I think they'll be fine because they got a ton of players. Uh, right. But I think I mean I think it sucks for him because he comes out and he scores a really really nice goal, and then. Yeah. But I think they'll be fine. I don't think he's the best play, even the best player at that position that they probably have. I mean, I think they can shift Enzo forward now. They can put La- Lavia and Caicedo in the midfield, and they'll be totally fine. I, I don't, I don't see it being a huge issue to me. And in fact, if anything, I would say it probably helps Enzo, because in theory, I would think he will now push forward, and the two people behind him, Caicedo and Lavia, can can play. And um, whether or not they'll just go back to like a four-three-three with him, and you know, at the, at the top edge of that, or I don't, I don't know. We'll we'll see what see what it looks like. But I could even see him playing kind of the ten role. It's just interesting. It'll be interesting to see how, if if Pochettino does that because even though he's been saying that he's playing his standard four at the back, I mean it really hasn't been. It's yeah. it's Chilwell. Chilwell has been pushed so far forward. It's like he's that's not a fullback. Like that's the guy. You know. So yeah, we'll see. Um, but I I don't think the Chukwemeka thing hurts that much in their overall and. But I mean, it, I, yeah, it was kind of a bummer for him because now it sounds like he's going to be out five, six, seven weeks. And, and um, it obviously wasn't the plan because he started the first two weeks. But I also think no matter what, he was probably not going to be there that long because now that they signed Caicedo and Lavia, it just seems insane to me that they're not going to put all three of them, those guys on the field together at the same time. I mean, if, 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 if those guys turn out to be what they want them to be, it should be the best defensive midfield in the league. You know, like right. it, it, it should be. I don't know whether it will be because they're children you know and they, and they, and they yeah. might lose it and um but uh, and like i said i mean you could see caicedo's face though after he after he gave up that pen first off it was a bad tackle it was a bad idea i don't know i mean you know like i think i think so, Paquetta got to him which is maybe funny. did yeah which, which is a hilarious like it's it's got to be part of the whole money thing is just this idea that like you can't not you can't not just think you're to separate yourself. I would assume I've never been paid that much. Well, I mean, I, I, I would assume you think, that you, you, do you, you think it's that, you or do you to, think that you have to okay. think that at some point, if they're paying you that much money, that you're worth that much money and, and to have some annoying, not only one annoying person, just trying to constantly attack you, but to have all the annoying players come at you mm-hmm. all the time has to be, something that that like you have to adjust your game to like you can't just continue playing how you played to get to the point where they everybody but, but you, you should that. right you should i mean yeah. that's the thing well, like i know and it's got to yeah. be the hardest thing this hardest mental game to play it was is like okay well now everybody's playing me completely differently and now i have to figure out how to play that game as opposed to the game that I was playing, you mean that you, made me you, hold on a second though. Do you do do you just mean people in his ear or like? Because I mean like, it's the whole thing. It's the whole thing. Like the chippy tackles, the the oh, the, okay. the the chirping, the the nonstop. Like everybody's just being like, yeah, you know, like I, I'm sure everybody's well, just. But, I, to but get you this said guy. okay. You said this in a way that makes it like. I guess I, I guess where I would disagree is is that I, I mean as a young kid like I don't I think of it as like he's got pressure on himself because he knows he's getting paid that much. You know what yeah. I mean? Whereas whereas it seemed to be what you were saying was is that he now thinks he's better than everybody else because he's no. getting paid so much. And I don't I don't I don't think I, that's true. You know what I mean? I like think, I, I, I think to a certain I think it's all true. I think there's all what what's hard to understand and and I I don't necessarily know what i'm talking about but is that it's all true like there's there's pressure on him Mm -hmm. there's pressure from him right there's there's pressure around him yeah there's all of it going on at the exact same time in this in the you know 90 minutes they're on the, the pitch and and it's and then he goes home and there's more pressure and it's like yeah. this nonstop yeah. thing. And 
and there was there was pressure on Michael Jordan the same way. And you know, like there's pressure on LeBron James, there's pressure on everybody. Right. I mean, some people can deal with it and some people can't. Yeah. I mean, that that's and that's the question, right? Oh, I just lost you. Are you gone? Yeah, you just went away for a second, but that's okay. I mean, I so yeah, I mean that like like you were saying, I mean, like, yeah, some people can deal with it and some people can't. And this is this will be yeah. the test, right? Yeah, I mean like Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, the, 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 and the hard thing for these guys is, I mean, I, you know, I mean, Mudrick, I'm really worried about now because I mean, like, you know, he showed some flashes in the preseason, but he looks lost, you know what I mean? And, and talk about pressure getting <laughs> to getting to a young kid. I mean, like, holy cow, he doesn't look like he can play. I, I think, mean, I think you just got to leave him on the field and just let him suck for three games and Yeah, but they can't afford to do that, man. Because like you said, the exact same thing, like they can't loop. afford right. What's. Well, but still, though, like if they lose two out of the next three matches, that pressure only gets more intense, not just on him, but on everybody. Yeah. So re- letting letting it just sit there and lay and letting them sort it out, I don't think is the route they can take. I mean, they got to they got to win some matches to build some confidence. And this is the time to do it. So, like, if you're going to do that, I would just pick your best team and play that team. Yeah, Joe well playing exactly. on the left. And like this, the Mudrick experiment was fine to see how he did, but like, don't let it just sit out there and, and have a, a dead spot on the left wing. You know what I mean? Like, that's not, uh, I don't know. We'll I, see I, what like, do. I like what, uh, I like what Pep did with uh, Graylish because I think that Graylish could have been early on last year, could have been subbed off. And mm-hmm. I think that Pep kind of intentionally kept Graylish on there because yeah. he is more valuable than he was showing at the beginning. And I think that definitely to a certain extent, you have to do that with athletes who are maybe physically and talent wise there, but not mentally there yet. And I think that Mudrick is that guy. Okay. So here's where, here's where I'll disagree with you because I think, I think you're right. That's definitely what Pep did. And it, and it does seem to have worked because Grealish is now, you know, very reliable and playing the way that Pep wants him to. But unlike Mudrick, who we never saw in this league, Grealish was already a proven asset for Villa. And like, Right. That, you know, knew, you you knew it. Mudrick is coming from a different league. He's considerably younger and we don't know. So right. far, he hasn't shown any ability to be out there right now. I think for a team and, and the two situations are different, too. Right. Like City's City City's not in, in overall trouble or concern. They're not under this overall team pressure. They're winning everything. Whereas yeah. Chelsea, like if you're if you're in this situation where this you just spend a billion plus dollars on transfers. And that's all not anybody winning. can talk about. And so far, I mean, I threw up. It's right. It's all anybody can talk about. I mean, so far, it's eighty-six million dollars per win. I threw that up on Discord the other day. <laughs> that they've spent. They've won eleven matches and they've spent eighty-six. You know, so I mean, it's like this is trouble. Every, these things yeah. are being constantly spouted out nonstop. And I think you need right now. You have an opportunity in the next five weeks to really get on track. And and I just don't. I don't feel like it's experimentation time. You know, what I mean, Chilwell's looked phenomenal when he's been out there. Like. Keep him out it's, there and bring Mudrick on for ten minutes at the end if you're up four nil and get and get him a goal. That, I, that, I don't I don't think what I don't think Pochettino will do what Potter did, which was this revolving this revolving cast of characters that that could never form right a, a unit together because they were it was different pieces every week. And I don't think Pochettino will do that. However, I think that the the way that you have to do it and well. I'll say this. Pochettino has one advantage in the fact that they have no other league to play in this year. Right. And he asked, he should take advantage of that because these are all young players. And if he can get this Ferrari with all sorts of different engine parts together, it, mm-hmm. it would, it will make a beautiful machine next year. He's going to have to, you know, figure out how to play this league and this league and this league at the same time. He has that advantage that will be interesting to see how that plays out. And he could set the same 11 people every week and just say, screw it to all the other people. And no matter which 11 people he picks out of what 25 players that he has, Mm -hmm. no matter what, they'll figure a way to win because they're all very talented people. And he could, what I guess what I'm saying is that, I guess what I'm saying is that, that like, that's well, hold on, though. You just said two very different things. I mean, like, they'll they'll figure out how to win it because they're all very talented people. They, ha- we, I mean, we thought the same thing last year, and they were a, a shit show. You know what yeah, I mean? That's like, because Potter was switching around every week. I'm saying that, like, 
They well, hold on, but Tuchel, Tuchel was their pre-Potter and was a very successful manager and just won the Champions League. And like, right. you know what I mean? Like, so I, I think there's, all I'm saying is I think there's more to this and making any like, like firm uh, yeah, pronouncements you. on it, you. you know what I mean? Are like, are, are, are well, kind, of, it's kind of like, I mean, we're two clearly, weeks into yeah. the season. We don't know anything. You know what I mean? Yes. I don't know. I just I, I feel like you're making a lot of like staunch like this is what's going to happen arguments. And I'm kind of like, I, I just don't know that I can buy any of them. Um, and I'm not I, saying I that you're wrong. I mean, you could proven to be right on any given one of them, but I'm just kind of like. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think I don't think there's a direct cause and effect here that we can make a connection with at all yet. You know, like I, I, just, I, I think I that it's it, it's just I think the, the one thing that we do know is there's a tremendous amount of pressure on this team to win because of the amount of money that they spent and then the amount of, uh, you know, kind of stir that they've caused in the rest of the league. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's, it's, this yeah. is, people are not happy about this. And to your point going back, it, they are going to hear it on the field from other players. And it'll be interesting to see how that gets to them. Because like I say, he looked like kind of shaken after that pen, after he gave up that pen. And yeah. that's, that's, I mean, if I was a Chelsea fan, I'd be like, that is not what I want to see on a kid's face who just signed here for $115 million. Cause he knew he had made a mistake and you could see that he, he wasn't, he was like, Oh shit. The camera is definitely on me. <laughs> and it was, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, that's just not what oh, you want to happen to the guy, you know? It, and it's like, and it's, it's the difference between what Salah did last week. What I was talking about is like, he knew once he walked off and ripped off his, his things to sit on the bench quietly and look at nothing except yeah. the game not make any rolling eyes come like looks over to you know like there, he knew what the camera does and knew how to handle it whereas Caicedo doesn't know that yet and it's going to take a little well, while and Caicedo, Caicedo's that. face when they when they finally got the shot on him on the field almost looked like he was looking around for where the camera is like is that are they yeah. looking at me you know what I mean like, right. it's like oh they not, are yeah they yeah, are oh, yes everywhere. they definitely are Yep. Yep. Nope. And it was, yeah. it was, yeah. So anyway, I mean, I, yeah, we, let's get off of Chelsea cause we got, we got to move on. But I mean, <laughs> I, I think it was kind of the story of the weekend to me because I thought they looked really, really, really good in the second half against Liverpool. And that was like worrying on the front of like, Oh shit, this is scary. Right. You know what they could be. But then we get this immediate turnaround of like, okay, that team is nowhere near where they need to be, yeah. you know? And so it's like, it's, it's, again, it's two extremes, it's two weeks. And it's like, what does it mean? I probably nothing. You know what I mean? Like it's and, probably and, somewhere in the middle and I'm not going to freak out about any of it. And it's just going to be like, okay, well, let's see what they look like next week. But now they have this run of five fixtures that is like, well, four right. out of five, definitely. And like phenomenal. So like if, if they're going to get it together, you would think now is the time. Um, and, and if they don't, then it's a whole nother thing to revisit in five weeks. But what, what FPL assets do you think? Well, I mean, Chilwell's, Chilwell and, and Jackson are the only ones that I that I trust at the moment. I, I'm very interested to see what Sterling does during this run because if he's playing all the yeah. time and he's playing like that, then you know, I mean, we saw this three, four, five years ago. He was one of the best. He was one of the most valuable players in in the game. And so, I mean, it was that year back and forth with captaining him and Salah that was like, if you did that every week, you basically <laughs> you won your league. Uh, he's he's phenomenal if he plays like that. But he's also three years older now and been through a lot. And I don't know if he can keep it up. We'll see. But to me, it's just Chilwell and Jackson. And then, I mean, I guess, you know, I probably will end up because I, I I just would have a hard time bringing in Sterling until I know that he's that he's got it. They, he's got it together and they've got it together. But I mean, the other one for me is Gusto just because he's four mil and, he, you know, it does appear now that he's going to be starting and he, he, and he looks fine. I thought, you know, um, yeah. it doesn't look like James at all. But at the same time, like he was moving in, he was in the box a few times. I saw him and, he you know, he wasn't bad by any means. So, like. If they uh, if they can hold some cleans in here, that's a valuable thing to have on your bench no matter what. It seems like the obvious 4.0. It's just the one problem is, is if Chelsea gets on a big run, then you're then he's a spot, you know, that you that you might have if you have three, you can't get a fourth. But I just don't see myself getting in that position and yet. I mean, that's kind of where I am. I have too well. I have Jackson already, so that's where I'm. I'm just gonna stick and watch now. Yeah. What about you? Do you have who do you have? I don't have anybody. Oh, do you, well, how many transfers do you have this week? Uh, I already used it. You already I already uh, used it. I what made you a bad, got? Well, I missed I missed out on Chillwell, which I should have gotten last week. I should have switched out uh-huh. uh, stones for Chillwell. I had zero uh-huh. extra dollars, uh, so I couldn't I couldn't once it went to five point six. I could have I couldn't switch out stones for Chillwell. Mm-hmm. So I, I missed out on that opportunity. Um, so what'd you do now? Uh, so this week I dropped Sala uh-huh. and picked up uh, Foden. 
Oh, well, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I mean, I think that's a good choice. That's, that's, that's yeah. a good pick, but you only have one transfer though. So you'd have to take a hit to get one of the, I'm not gonna, and I'm not going to, so yeah. I, I'm I don't trying, think you need to, to yeah, that's why I'm kind of, so I'm waiting, you know, I'm waiting it out, see what happens this week. Uh, okay. I'm not really sure what's going to happen. So, okay. But yeah, I have no Chelsea access right now. So. Uh, well, and I, I'll just I'll quickly and we, let's run through this quickly because I didn't expect to talk about Chelsea that long. But uh, I, I did want to kind of revisit these six six point five midfielders because it's been like the story of this past week. Um, yeah. In the fact that, you know, Matoma Halls and Boimo and Boimo Halls again, um, as they does nothing again. And, you know, well, and I even, I, I mean, maybe we shouldn't even restrict this to the 6.5s. I mean, the 6.5 up to 7.5 and all the way down to 5.5. I mean, there's, maybe it's just it's funny there's, that middle range. There's only three actual 6.5 midfields because either they go up or they go down. There's no, there's right, <laughs> right. And so I think we can throw, and you already talked about bringing in Foden. I have Foden and Foden. I mean, talk about just very quickly. That's the best game I've ever seen Foden play. I mean, he yeah. looked, and I, and I told Sully awesome. I would I would eat some crow on the on the pod, and I'll do it right now. I I was wondering how he would look if he moved into that that midfield kind of distri- you know distributing role, because I always think yeah. of him of more of a player who's who's moving around and receiving passes and then kind of causing all sorts of problems with his movement and his and his touch on the ball than I did a passer. You know what I mean? Um, just completely fucking wrong <laughs> i mean like this yeah. like i didn't know that he, i i just didn't know that he had that in him i mean his passes he easily could have scored 25 points in that match had holland finished either of those two near misses i mean like he was so freaking good and he and, yeah. and even more to the point i'm not sure that they were talking about this on the broadcast i mean like i i know that they were giving him a ton of credit for all the the that he was doing attacking wise but he kept on tracking back and like actually he was like tackling in the midfield i mean he was just like jesus dude where has this been it's like pep finally got to him and he was like oh (laughs) if this is what this guy can be then holy shit you can't Um, you can't you can't uh look past de bruyne (laughs) that's the problem it's like i mean you can't look past de bruyne it's like you have kevin de bruyne you're like well when he's tired i'll give this guy yeah 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 and it's the thing it's just like now that there's no De Bruyne, where does that? I mean, yeah. Foden is is gonna just shine right now. Well, and no, but and and to add to that, no De Bruyne and no Gundogan, because like you know those were the two players. Yeah. That even when De Bruyne was off, Gundogan was was there to shift in, and and Foden would still kind of be you know false nine or or peripheral on the sides. And it's like now you see this. And to your point, like KDB, I've said it over and over again to the point of annoyance. I mean, he's the best passer of the ball I think I've ever seen in my life. And, you know, and you get that. But I mean, <laughs> Foden was, I mean, it's just a complete wow. So let's get, let's get off of it because we could spend all day on it. But I mean, I, I, yeah. I almost benched him last week for Jackson. <laughs> um, just in the fact, because I like Jackson's matchup against West Ham, which could have turned out fine. I mean, he could have scored, you know, could have ended up even too, but it, like, like I said, Foden could have scored points, and now it's like, okay, I'm not touching that until it goes south. Um, yeah. He looks so good, and if he's going to play there, and I don't know if you heard this. Hold on a second. I, mean, oh, I don't. I don't know if I got that mute off in time to cover that cough, but I tried. <laughs> no, you did. Um, you did. Did I? Okay, good. Um, it, was, it was funny to look at. It was like, uh, <laughs> why? I don't know why you took. It. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Um, I just had a mega cough there. I um, I, I completely lost my train of thought too. But Foden, now you can't. I, like I'm just pushing that aside. It's not even consideration now. You know what I mean? Like, and and Pep had back surgery today, so he's gonna miss three matches. Um, and so I, initially that worried me, but I was also like, in my mind, and who knows if this is correct, he could call so he could call the assistant on the phone and be like, bench everybody. <laughs> but but I don't, I don't, you know what I mean? But I think I would almost think that that makes things more stable because he's just like the performance was so good you know, from Foden in that position, I would think that he'll just leave him there until after the international break. And that's, I hope that's my hope. Who the fuck knows with that? I mean, I have Matoma. I'll tell you right now, my big consideration for the week is I'm seriously, this feels insane. This is, this feels so dumb. It feels like point chasing, but I'm, I'm seriously considering dropping Rashford for Bumo. And the only thing that's putting me off of that is the fact that Rashford's playing Forest and, you know, Bumo's had two pens. But talking about another 
6.5 asset that's I mean delivered beyond your wildest expectations. Like I'm scared not to own him right now. He's just Brentford's playing so well. It's like and Rashford looks terrible. What is happening to you? What has happened to Man U? Jesus Christ. Well, we talked about it last week. They're a mess. I mean, Bruno Fernandez. I went back and watched the match. Like Bruno, like if anybody could do anything for him, Bruno Fernandez could have had a massive game. Yeah. But Rashford looks completely lost. Garnacho again started and can't play. <laughs> and I have to give credit. Right. I have to give credit to FML FPL. I only heard like the first 20 minutes today. <laughs> but, but Walsh just. Walsh, Walsh said in the middle of like bringing up Garnacho and Ten Hag, he's like, I swear to God, if we start Simple Jack one more time, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> and I just started laughing so hard. I feel bad even saying that. It's such a ridiculous character and it's, so, it's like so offensive in so many ways, but it just made me laugh. And so, uh, you know, I mean, they just, they, I don't know what they're doing right now. I don't know what they're doing. And Forrest is like, I do think it's a good fixture. It's at home. Forest is not a bad team, you know what I mean? Like they yeah. they survived last year and they, and they almost and they also look a little dangerous on their own end. So I just feel like with man you, man you this shaky. I'm like I don't know what that match is gonna be. I mean they could yeah. maybe they'll figure it out. And if he benches Garnacho and puts Rashford out on the wing, then I'm like, well that was a terrible idea. But I just don't know what he's gonna do. So I'm like I'm worried about it. And then I just quickly wanted to get to people who like anybody who has Eze. And I know Chief in our league does, and he's kind of panicked because it's two blanks. But I have to say. He's the other 6.5 that I almost started with the season with. And even though he hasn't done anything yet, I mean, he he drew what I thought was a penalty yesterday in the Arsenal match. I can't believe it didn't get called. I mean, it was it was iffy, but I just I was sure that it was a pen the first time I saw it. And like he played fantastic in the first match. So I just would have a hard time getting rid of him, too. I mean, even though their fixtures are tougher. So I think if if you were going to move one of the three, he would be the one. I don't I mean, what you, you do you have you don't have any of those guys. Which is insane. I had it. How did how did this well, happen? Rashford. Oh, you have Rashford and you and you have Richar, uh, you have Richarlison. So I, Richarlison's the seven. Probably the other one that we should talk about then. Uh, I don't know. Right, right now, here's my here's my middle midfield. I have Saka, mm-hmm. Richarlison, Rashford, uh, Brennan Johnson. Okay, Foden, that's your and, problem. Uh, and Foden. Yeah, I need to get Brennan Johnson's your problem. The problem was that I had I had Salah with those four three. And I couldn't, I couldn't yeah. move. So I see. I see. getting rid of, getting rid of Salah is with, for Foden is, will allow me to do things in the next couple of weeks that will yeah. fix a lot yeah. of the, now you've, now a you've lot of the, the shitty holes. You need to do. Right. Yeah. And I've been avoiding yeah. saying this, but I picked up Juan Basaka a few weeks ago or last week to uh, give myself a, once, uh, once Mings got injured, I needed mm-hmm. a, and I know Juan Basaka is going to play. And I figured Man U would fix themselves a little bit better than they did. Uh, hopefully they will. But I needed somebody to play that played a full game. And he was on the t- tip oh, of my Oh, because you had Stones and my, Baldock. I was like, yeah. why the hell did you end up with Juan Bissaka? But I, 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 see. I had, I had yeah. Stones and I had Mings. And okay. I had Baldock. And so yeah. basically I had no, I had no third defender. Yeah, three injuries right off the bat. I was going to say, because yeah. to end up with Juan Bissaka on your team seems insane to me. And I still think it's slightly <laughs> right. insane. It, but it I, now I understand it, why. It also, it also had something to do with what I said last week, which was, you know, oh, you think you have the worst <laughs> thought process. <laughs> I think I did that. I think I did that at like four o'clock in the morning when I just like was like, oh, I'll pick up a menu defender. Great idea. <laughs> that, that was, well, yeah, that was part of that I, comment. Last week. The last, was, the, yeah. <laughs> the last thing I wanted to say on the six fives was, and it, it was to bring in exactly what you ended up doing, really. So I don't even think we really need to talk about it. But I mean, like Liverpool, I don't know. I mean, I'm really hoping that Endo, I mean, first off, they still need to sign another midfielder. If they don't, I'm going to freaking lose it. But the fact is, is that that guy came on and immediately lo- they looked more stable. I mean, it was like instantaneous. You put a, a defensive midfielder on the field and, and like, he just all he did was just kind of play that position. You know what I mean? Like he just stayed yeah. there and he did the things, you know, and it's like <laughs> this is not complicated, man. Even an idiot like me can see some of this stuff. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, good right. Lord, man, like buy two more of these guys and play them where they're supposed to play. Like, holy shit, man. And so I I do think if they add another midfielder this attack could go right back to the scariest thing in the entire league. And Salah could be the most valuable asset in the entire league. But until they get it stable, 
I just think there's too much slop out there. And I'm not worried about owning a guy who costs 12.5. So like going back to these 6.5 guys that are so cheap and delivering left and right, it's just like, I'm very content right now not to worry about Salah until, until they get their act together. Um, And the fixtures aren't that great. Like they're going to come into a run later on. That's awesome. But I'm not worried about it right now. I held on to him for one week too long <laughs> and and it's, it's cost me a lot of points because, well, but I'm, you I'm, held him for the, you held I, him for the week that you should have held him though. Right. I mean, like yeah. Bournemouth is, 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 I mean, like you're, it's not like you're the only one. I mean, you know, 35% of the game owned him too. It's not you. And, it's and just, I also, I also captain captained him over Holland, which was a good move. Yeah. But I, but I also need to cut ties, just get rid of it. Like, it, no, I, and I, I, I that's yeah. what I'm saying. I think your, I think your choice is right. I get, I get why you did it. And I yeah. think anybody else in the same position, I like, I, I get, I get why they would do it too, because this was my hesitation with them going in though. And it's the reason that finally in the end, because I was back and forth on Salah all preseason and I just couldn't make it work the way that I wanted to. And I looked at the fixtures and I was like, wait a minute, this just isn't that great. You know what I mean? Like until yeah. they get it figured out. I'm not going to, I'm not going to worry about it. And it's really the one week that I was worried about was last week. It didn't turn out that bad. In fact, I ended up on a great week um, and we'll just dive into leagues here in a minute, but like I ended up totally fine. <laughs> and now I'm yeah. like comfortable with not owning him for a while, you know? So it's just like, okay, survived it, move on. And right. I, I do think though, just to kind of finish up with this on the six, five discussion, these guys are all valuable and I wouldn't freak out about owning any of them right now. And I think if you have any combination of them, eventually they're going to deliver. I do get the Eze thing though, because his fixtures aren't as good, but the, the <laughs> we had one, we, we, I didn't even put it on a call for questions because I would, again, I was going to do it today, but I got thrown off last night by, <laughs> by feeling ill. So one with the one comment we got was from master chief and uh, he, he wanted you to put together a list of, because of all our constant SNL talk, uh, throwing in some some SNL character comps for players. So I think you okay. did this, did you not? I'm re- I'm really proud of this, and I think this is just as because he threw out some good be. ones in Discord too. But I'm interested to hear your list. Go ahead. The, the I didn't I didn't I me me going on and off Discord. I I didn't see what he said, but I okay. hope I don't. I hope he's usually very good at this also. So so. I, I, I threw out Anthony as a Hurley boy, which I rewatched. Luckily, while I'm doing this, I get to rewatch all these things, which is great. That was the first one that came to my mind, and it's 100% accurate. He just wants he just wants to kick the ball from the right side. He wants to score the goal at the top of the 18. Just let him do it. That's what he wants. But he you can't know, let, let, he let can't the boy let the boy take a shot with his left foot from the corner of the 18. Just let him. He wants to do that. So that's the Hurley boy. And so what I did was I just printed out. I, I didn't print it out. I, I wrote down the top 25 SNL characters just to give myself some sort of frame to work with because What's there been okay. like 40 years? I, well, 40 I, don't think we, I don't think we have time to go through 25. No, 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 no. I have, the, top, I have yeah. the five. I have five. Okay, perfect, perfect. perfect. All right. You'll like this. Garnacho is Gilly, Kristen Wiig's character, where <laughs> where everybody's, <laughs> look, everybody's, looking around the, everybody's looking around the classroom going, who did it? And Garnacho's just sitting there going like, sorry, you know, that's, that's, <laughs> that's Gilly. A, that's a great start. That's wonderful. Um, yes, well done. Uh, I got Rashford as as Stuart Smalley, Al Franken's character, which is I'm good enough, I'm strong enough. God, gosh darn it, people like me. Uh, uh, that's pretty. That's pretty good too, given his ups and downs in terms of like, because he. I have to say, like watching Rashford the last couple of weeks, he 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 looks shaken again, back to the stage when under Ragnick when he was like, I don't know if he, I can play. You know, he just needs to look. He just needs to look into the mirror, and and say, Good call. Take, yeah, good call. Say I these like things. That. Um, cause it's true. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, everybody loves them and everybody wants them to do well. And for That's some true. reason, uh, the next one is, uh, Bruno Fernandez. And luckily in the top 25 best SNL character, Google search that I did, Master Thespian came up with John Lovitz, who is the perfect example of who Bruno Fernando, Fernandez is, you know, where where he like throws you completely off and you're wondering what the hell he's talking about and then he says acting and that's Bruno Fernandez is on a different level and at some point he's gonna you're just gonna be like oh that was just a play somehow like I I have no idea what what's going on right here. he was he was and on then, the ground for ten minutes rolling around but 
He's fine. Yeah, he's back. That's he's very back. good, too. Nice. Three for three, I think, on this. This is good. Uh, well, that's four. But, oh, that's four. Okay. Uh, and then Casemiro is <laughs> I had him as David S. Pumpkins from Tom Hanks. Cause, uh, <laughs> you, you got very Man Yui on this. <laughs> well, no, it's all Man Yu. He asked me to do Man Yu. Oh, was it all just Man U? Yeah, that's that oh, was I was the expecting. I thought, oh, okay. I didn't get that. I didn't even catch that yeah, initially. No, no, no. I was like, okay. No, it was all Man U. Uh, so that was the hard part because it was on one side it was it was very tight, and on the other yeah, side yeah, it was like SNL forty five years of characters trying to figure out. But I Casemiro, this is, like, this is an even better, very well done on your part then. Casemiro, David S. Pumpkins, because you know David S. Pumpkins' whole thing is the idea that it's Halloween. There's so many good Halloween characters, and why him? And that's what I feel like with Casimiro every week. It's like, why is this guy on Man U, and why is he better? And why, where, you know, he's got the outfit on. It just doesn't make any sense. Like, it doesn't. He was, he, through two weeks, man, I have to say, like, he was, you know, he was so good for them last year. He yeah. looks like, he looks like he's dead. He looks like he's a dead man walking, and I just maybe his time has run out. I mean, he's older, you know. I mean, this is what we're talking about like signing a 30 year old midfielder. I, I don't. I, I'm I'm thrilled that Liverpool signed somebody, but I don't know how long this guy's going to be upright. You know, <laughs> like he looked great right. for 20 minutes, but like, what if he looks like Casemiro two weeks from now? Sign somebody who's a little bit younger, please. Also, um, <laughs> but going back because Casemiro right now looks like he can't play. I just, I yeah. I don't. They they they. I'm. I guess the. Yeah, and I even mentioned this last week. The big problem for Liverpool now is, is that Man U is going to be looking for the same position, and they are they're already fighting over um, some other people. Well, that's awesome. That's well done. I, <laughs> Bruno yeah. Fernandez, that's coming back of a master thespian. That's that's awesome because I think Brazil and several other people have been pointing this out. You know, I mean, it's all the guy does. I mean, like he does. He just he. <laughs> well, and, and it, enough is enough, dude. Like. Yeah. Yeah. That's very good. That's, yeah, that's it. That's what I got. Well done. Well done. Garnacho's <laughs> I was I was I saw as soon, pictured a couple of his faces versus her faces. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, uh, let's do leagues. Let's do leagues uh, fast. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Um La Ligari. Super I'm just gonna I'm just gonna run through these, okay? Yeah, uh, I, I snuck back in last minute with a great uh, out of nowhere <laughs> penalty kick from Odegaard. I don't even understand why he took it. Apparently nobody else does either. But um, Odegaard got a penalty yesterday and I finished on 63 points and I'm on 69K through two weeks. And I just like it's awesome. I mean, I'm, I'm now one week away from removed from my stupid play of the bench boost. I feel even better about it. Rocket ship to the moon, dude. <laughs> And which means I'm I'm screwed. I already said this this week. I like I can't imagine my team possibly looking better than it does going into this week. Every team, every matchup is fantastic. I have nine out of eleven players at home. I have like not a single one of those matchups is bad. And I'm it's it's all going to be pain from here on out. That's how I feel <laughs> because I've started right. off too good. Uh, but uh, I'm in first. Shiver me timber. James Cunningham on 67 points. Another monster week for him, even despite his insane goalkeeper transfer in the first week of the season i lunatic but um he, he's, he's he's right there he's one point behind steven nemitz at third blue balloons on 140 steven's you know just deadly consistent and, and yeah i'm scared to death of him already uh because he has not played his bench boost he's got a great team and he's gonna be you know he's just smart um, case, it's week three. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And exactly. And he like, hasn't even played his bench piece yet. I mean, like, what are you doing, really? <laughs> Not even trying. Must be saving it. Must be saving it for the for the last thirty five <laughs> weeks of the season. <laughs> Bobby Godfrey in fourth, hanging around, still playing. He won't be here three weeks from now because he actually, you know, lives his life like a normal human being. Uh, of Rice and 10, James Brzee, and talk about another one. I'm already scared to death of him, too. Uh, in fifth place, and um, he had Salah. He's, he's, I think he's probably going to be making your move this week, but we'll see what he does. Sully with a nice, big, fat rebound in sixth place. Uh, 129 points, and... Um, 
yeah, I mean, all these teams. Like, the, the thing is, is, like, our teams are also similar. It'll be interesting. Well, actually, no, there's there's quite a bit of variation here. I'm looking at the three below me, so we'll, we'll be good here. Uh, I'm good, not even going to bother the, the way, rest of the top ten. Yeah. By the way, good good naming, Sully. Every time, I, every time I'm like, what's Sully's name this year? And I look at Drew's Ray Hall, and I go, oh, that makes 100% sense. Well done. It's well. Great, it is well done. As, as, as opposed to as opposed to Sokka to me, which is Sokka, and then a, a word that you just made up. <laughs> I, I kind of like it almost more. I, I still like it too. I like it too. It's just funny now. Um, Sokka to me. Uh, you are down in 19th, but yeah, I mean, like, yeah, you're doing fine. 113 points. I mean, like, you you finished on 44. You're still doing. Hold up. <laughs> Sorry, another another cough. I apologize. Right. Um, Hopefully, right, Hopefully you keep, keep it all in there and you get to hear me laughing at you coughing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. Let's go to Gamble, Gamble, Gamble that real quick and then we'll get off of it. All right. You might as well. You're yeah. killing it. Just keep going. I'm just going to do it super fast because I'm, I'm winning everything. Uh, I'm first place in this league, too. 149 points. <laughs> and actually, it's the, it's two of the uh, Cunningham in second on 148. Uh, oops. Indeed, again, that's a pretty good team name. Uh, Nicholas Neville Anen, uh oh, Nicholas cheats too. And Nicholas is, is a constant threat in the always cheating group. Uh, very good manager. So that's a big worry. And he finished on 68 points. Yikes. Pick for disaster. That's a, <laughs> that's, that's also a good team name because it's almost a guarantee every week. Bob Fox. And that's got to be Kane, Eric Sybil. Jeez, Eric Sybil's last year who, uh, as everybody probably remembers, Eric's the one who won the league and finished, I believe, in the top 500 in the world. So uh, this league is already once again a giant yikes, and uh, I won't be on top for very long. And certainly Cunningham won't either. Good? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my my coworkers are not doing well. Bottom two in the league. Um, well, that's fantastic. Two two of the bottom three. Uh, one of them used a bench boost, which got him 41 points. Uh, they clearly don't know how to play. Haven't come to me and talked to me about it. And one of them owes me probably fifty dollars at the end of the year because I bet him that much because I had, a, I had a feeling I was going to win, and it's proving to be I, it's going to be hard getting it from him because I think it was like yeah sure whatever I'll bet you, and it's going to be one of those like you know I don't yeah know. was it there was there was no there was no firm handshake involved no no not really but I well I would I would get that I would get that guy. I would get that on the books now as if you're going to do it because they appear to be terrible. They um, are so terrible. Uh, I would good. love to explain how to play, but I just don't. Yeah, it's just whatever. Well, and the sad exactly. thing is, is that I took I took 36 points and hits on the Anton team last week. And Anton, as we know, is intended to be one of the worst teams, not only in the league, but in the world. And right now your yeah. your your coworker is only 30 points ahead uh, through two weeks. That's not a good sign for them. Yeah. <clears throat> so. All right. Let's yeah, move. Let's speaking of Anton. Uh, not bad game. Not, yeah, bad game not a bad game week. Six, week for him. Yeah. Sixty, right? Yeah, yeah, not a bad week, but nothing special. All so right. you're gonna take it this week, right? Yeah, yes, I will do it 100 percent this week. And uh, yeah. um, and then uh, let's go to bets so I can stop coughing. Okay, copy that. Bets. I'm gonna try to make it bets. through this, but I'm admittedly falling. I'm coming to pieces here. I, I'm, I'm, I, right, I, 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 I did okay, but <clears throat> let's go for it. I think I'm dying. Right. Uh, you you go first. Go ahead, because I'm gonna mute and call. Uh, by the way, I'm three zero, three and zero last week. I am now currently fifty, and you are four and two over. Uh, it's on our Instagram account. What is that? Three G D I E. Is that what we did? Anyway, so. yes, that's great. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, if you nice nice rebound from you on the three and zero. We said last week you you three and zero. You're yeah. back to five hundred. Immediate turnaround. Well done from you. And and well played, cheating off of me and getting the two wins that you did, betting the same thing I did. That was smart, smart play okay, on your part. Even though we picked them separately, but yeah, sure, you can take, you can take credit for that. Well done. Uh, okay, ready. My first bet is Wolves Everton, and I'm going with a rare occurrence. I'm going with the under, under two and a half. I don't think either of those two fucking stupid teams can score, and there's no way in hell they're going to score three goals. Excellent, excellent first bet. I love it. I I, I looked at by that the way, too. Yeah. By the way, Jordan Pickford with a Pickford ass Pickford perfect move uh, of trying to hit somebody in the face as he fell down. What a jackass! That guy. 
it just continues to to bring jackassery to a new level every week. Good for him. Oh, that's good. We can take so many shots at, at, at old old Jordy Pick. He's he's uh, four nil defeat. That's just it's disgraceful. And yeah, they, they they look terrible. I mean that that I I almost picked him at the beginning of the season too. But boy, is that looking bad right now. Uh, he just okay. he just he's just a boxer in a ring showing you his face constantly. Just punch at it. Just go ahead. Sorry, your your turn. Go. I'm trying to bet here so I don't cough and die. AFC Bournemouth. Uh, I, I, they're, they're at home. I don't think Bournemouth is nearly as bad as people think. I think they will cause Spurs problems and, and Spurs are favored by a half goal away. And, uh, if, if Madison's not playing, which I don't think he will based on this injury news. Um, I think this, I think, I think that's iffy. So I'm, I'm taking Bournemouth to cover the half and I think they will either tie or win this match because I like the way that they're playing. And they're aggressive, and I think that this Tottenham Hotspur team can be caught off guard on on D. And I think this is the match where, I, yeah, without Madison, I'm a little bit worried about him. So I'm taking Bournemouth to cover the half. What's your next one? I will just do this because it's uh, more fun this way. I went with Tottenham winning that game by over a half. Uh, okay. Yeah. Nice. So okay. there you go. Madison's uh, not going to play, and your boy Rich isn't going to do anything again, and that's going to cost your FPL team. It's going to cost you betting, and this is a bad choice by you. You're dumb. <laughs> I like that. Go ahead. All right. This is, this, this is my way. This is my way to catch up to you, and uh, you're uh, wrong, and I'm smart and good. Go ahead. My next bet. My next bet was uh, was West Ham to cover the goal and half versus versus Brighton. And I, you know, I think Brighton's playing fantastic. I think they're they're playing very well. I just also like the way that West Ham is playing. And I think a goal and a half is a big spread against that team right now. It is Brighton at home, but I think Deserby is still going to be kind of doing some lineup shifting, which we all need to watch out for. I have no idea who's going to start. I have a feeling here Matoma is going to sit one of these weeks and we're not going to be ready for it, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. But uh, I, yeah, so I, I just think it's, I, I, the spread is what's getting me here. I do think Brighton will win, but I, I think a goal and a half is a little bit, a little bit much. Because I just don't think Brighton's defense is still all that great. What's your next one? Wow. Uh, I'm going to go with Man City beating Sheffield by over a goal and a half. I had the same bet. So Ooh. I'm going to throw – I'm throwing in a doubler, though. And this is this this doesn't have to be – because that is my bet. But I'm with my own – funding this weekend i'm absolutely betting the over in this match too over two and a half i just don't believe it i I, you know i mean the only thing that concerns me is pep being out with the back injury and them just not going nuts but i have now seen sheffield twice (laughs) i don't think they're very good i think menu is i mean man city is is monstrous as usual and i think they're gonna potentially kill them um so uh yeah, I just think the over is the way to go there. Although I'll, I'm, I'm going to take the same bet as you for this purpose and, and say that they'll cover the goal and a half because I just don't think Sheffield's going to score. So I'm done. You done? I'm done. You done? Good, I can't breathe. Well, I can't yeah, breathe. I, just can't, I can't talk for any longer without coughing. So Yeah, breathing is <clears> a huge part of yeah. this whole talking thing. So we should probably stop talking. Okay, uh, let's do it. Let's and do thanks it. Thanks for squeezing uh, we'll, this in midday. Um, there's a joke there about squeezing things in, but I'm not going there because I'm a freaking gentleman. Stopping recording.